From Portland and Seattle to Philadelphia and Richmond, along with cities in red states such as Atlanta, Dallas, Omaha, and Kansas City, Missouri. On Thursday, about 600 anti-Trump protesters marched to downtown Baltimore and blocked streets. Following a rally in downtown Minneapolis, several thousand protesters blocked the heavily traveled Interstate 94 for about an hour Thursday night, causing a major traffic backup in both directions, the Star Tribune reported. In Oakland, California, officials pleaded with demonstrators to remain peaceful Thursday after the previous night's violence. Several incidents of graffiti with phrases such as kill Trump were reported. Protesters set many small street fires and smashed a handful of windows, but the disorder did not appear as widespread as the night before, SFGate reported. At least a half dozen arrests were made. On Friday in Miami, hundreds of demonstrators clogged a major thoroughfare, the MacArthur Causeway, halting traffic for more than an hour shortly after dusk. They eventually moved downtown and by 9 p.m. had blocked northbound lanes on Interstate 95. Once I saw other people protesting white supremacy, I said, you know what, we need to do one in Miami, protest organizer David Michael told the Washington Post. We got the word out on social media, like Facebook, all of that. In many cases, police said they encountered few, if any, issues. Boston had about 4,000 people during a rally Wednesday night, and it was orderly and peaceful, a police spokesman said. In Asheville, North Carolina, 100 demonstrators held a sedate candlelight vigil, according to ABC affiliate WLOS. One by one, they stepped up and expressed their fears and feelings about the next four years. Portland's protest turns violent. In Portland, organizers and authorities said things turned violent because anarchist groups sought to use a massive peaceful protest as cover for property damage and violence against police. Gregory McKelvey, who has organized Black Lives Matter events in Portland, said he planned the Portland's resistance event, and he said his group was unaffiliated with those who turned violent. McKelvey said that once protesters learned there were violent people among the demonstrations, we attempted to separate. Teresa Rayford, a community organizer in Portland, said these other people were unaffiliated with peaceful protesters and were not coming to show solidarity. They're coming because they know there's going to be a big crowd. I'm saddened by the destruction of our public spaces and local businesses caused by rioters, Portland Mayor Charlie Hales said in a statement. Although the majority of over 4,000 protesters last night were peaceful and followed Portland police safety instructions, anarchists shut down these voices by spreading violence and fear. Pete Simpson, a spokesman for the Portland police, said these anarchists, aligned with the black bloc groups, infiltrated peaceful demonstrations covered head to toe and carrying weapons. Their tactic is go out and destroy property, Simpson said. He noted that while peaceful demonstrators tried to stop the violence, they were not having any luck. These black bloc groups rely on a tactic of wearing masks to cover their faces and dressing in black so they can identify each other, said David Gomez, a former senior FBI counterterrorism official in Seattle, a city that has seen high-profile issues with such groups. What they're doing is they're taking advantage of the legitimate protesters to destroy things and emphasize their anarchist roots, Gomez said. So you're not going to see them at a Tea Party protest, except maybe as counter-protesters, but you will see them where you have very progressive political movements, like Seattle and Portland. The demonstrations have played out across social media and on cable news networks, with some channels showing four or six gatherings simultaneously.
Anger at the outcome of the election and a professed unwillingness to accept it are widespread on the Internet, despite conciliatory words from Hillary Clinton and Obama. Thousands of people have declared on social media that the president-elect is never my president or not my president, phrases that showed up on signs at protests. But only a relative few sharing that sentiment have actually taken to the streets. That could change if protesters are dissatisfied with some of the policies Trump enacts, said T.V. Reed, a Washington State University professor and author of the book The Art of the Protest. We can be certain that these protests pretend far larger ones in the future as social movement groups prepare to resist any policies of the new administration that threaten people stigmatized by Trump or that scientific evidence suggests will hasten environmental catastrophe, Reed said. This could be the beginning of a revolution, said Jonathan Hahn, 19, during the Chicago demonstration late Thursday. This is a moment that will echo in time. No one knows what the future holds, but we need to organize, to spew love, caring, harmony, and equality.